This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. Here is another update on repurposing the Pastern Elementary School here in Elkhart, Indiana. This will be the third meeting where they are supposed to vote and they have not voted on anything yet. Yesterday's school board meeting, they are supposed to vote on whether or not Hawthorne will remain a K-6 building or if it will become a pre-K hub with community support. Once again, the stories have changed. They opened up saying that they were not able to do the vote because a school board member was not able to connect. But that school board member was able to connect to the private meeting they had early in the evening. Later on in the evening, they closed the meeting saying that they needed more time to figure out what they're going to do. There are seven schools being affected by this move, and they are Mary Daly, Mary Beck, Roosevelt, Hawthorne, Bearsley, Riverview, and Monger. They are moving kids from different schools all over the place. They refuse to add extra transportation. Why they are taking forever, not like we do now, beats me. So, originally it started that they were going to move 511 kids from Hawthorne to neighboring districts. And then later on, Washington Guard is getting split up between Beardsley, Riverview, Mary Daly, and Pocket Monger. They are moving some Roosevelt kids over to Mary Beck. Nobody knows anything. Somebody knows something, but they're not saying. Until then, we wait again, now until April, to decide the future fate of Hawthorne Elementary School here in Elkhart, Indiana. Sometimes, Elkhart Community Schools could do better. As employee of Elkhart Community Schools, I work at Monger and I work at Hawthorne. This has been a waiting game since February and still no answers. They will be three months into this and still no answers. I don't know what the delay is, what the issue is, what's going on. But they seem here late to refuse to answer any question that involves any of the other community schools. They could do better. We could do better. So stay tuned for future updates on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary School. Take care and enjoy this nice and rainy day. Now we're going to move on to school news again, this time involving violence. Recently, South Bend Community Schools lost a 17-year-old, Tez Parker Jr., who attended Rise of Academy, who died from gun violence. It is getting to the point where children, younger and younger, are being killed by gun violence. Who don't deserve to be in this mess. We don't know how he died in this instance. But this is cry for help. But we need somehow to figure out better ways to solve problems. Whether it's putting our guns down. It's not good when young people they're not living the life. Another incident 
on March 21st, a Washington High School student was arrested by South Bend Police Department after they found a BB gun in a student's locker. It's getting to the point where it's not safe to send our kids to school due to violence. There has been a lot of gun violence with youth in the last two years. It is tough. It seems like once a week, a young person is shot by violence, gun violence in different ways, whether it's drive-bys, innocent people, or they're after someone else and they take the loved one, shooting the wrong person. It's really difficult turning on the news or even looking up information about young people having to deal with violence. Their lives cut short due to gun violence. Or they're taking weapons to school. This incident was the Washington High School student. Whereas a teacher or student told somebody who quickly alerted police that there was a chance there was a BB gun in the locker at school. When will gun violence end to young people? What can we do to make sure another young person is not ending their life to gun violence or the life has got short through gun violence or they're showing up weapons at school, which is never good. There has to be a reason behind this. We may never know why this high school student showed school with a BB gun, but that's a cry for help. Both of these events were in South Bend. Sometimes we need to take a step back and figure out where we are failing our students. And sometimes, you, 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 you could be a good parent or a good guardian and still have trouble with your kid. Kids are now getting involved in the wrong crowd. They're getting involved in stuff they probably should not be doing. This generation is struggling. The last two years have been tough. They have not had a normal year since 2019. March of 2000, March 2020, we went completely, everything was shut down completely. And they are virtual, and they went hybrid virtual, or for a year hybrid. And they're just now able to see their friends all over again. But they're still hurting. They're still hurting. So this leads, events that lead to this violence. It doesn't matter how good a parent you are, how good a guardian you are. You can do whatever you can to provide for these kids and they still end up on the wrong side of the tracks. It is important that we have discussions with our kids and find out what's going on, why they're struggling. If you see abnormal behavior, seek help for the student. Let the school counselors know. Sometimes a difficult task is letting the police know that your, your kid or someone you know has a gun or a weapon on them. But now, the parents are being held responsible. If a gun violence has occurred, who is to blame? Is it the parents? Or is it the student? 
this case, we don't know. About both instances, we have one, the BB gun was found in a locker before it was too late, and the other incident, a 17-year-old who attended Rise Up Academy, died from gun violence in the middle of the night. Both of these kids needed, probably needed help in all sorts of ways. We can do better. When will gun violence end for young people, and what can you do to make sure that our children our students in the community are doing better. A lot has happened in the last two years. Everything has changed. There's been several incidents where people making threats in schools involving guns and they're found not to be believable. And sometimes they're actually real threats. Take a few seconds to remember all the young people who we lost this year to gun violence. Enough is enough. When will gun violence end to young people? Take care and have a wonderful day. Incidents involving teachers striking students. What makes it all right to put your hands on students? One was could it have been a self-defense. Both of them could have been self-defense. But here's a recap what happened. Elkhart County, Baltimore Community Schools, a Gemstown High School teacher was caught in video striking a student. The student allegedly caused trouble within the classroom. The student walked out. The teacher ran out their student, grabbed the student by the hoodie, actually slammed the student against the wall. The student then fell to the ground. Everyone else was sticking up for the teacher, but not one person stuck up for the student. This teacher was granted full retirement benefits and pension by the school board meeting that night. One story said he was fired, and then later on they said he was not fired. Something that ending up. The other incident was a Fort Wayne High School socialized teacher placed on leave after alleging punching a 16-year-old student. However, the situation was a bit different. There was altercation between three students. The teacher tried to break up the fight, punching the student, thinking it was an adult. What makes it all right to put your hand on students? Both of these could have been handled differently. We have two different scenarios. We have high school student who was a trouble student who did something in classroom, but they're not showing that. But the people, the teachers know, the, the students know what happened, but they're not speaking up. So this goes back having our teachers being held accountable. Sometimes we just forget who we are when the teaching gets tough. What can we do as to help the teachers out? Sometimes we just need to take a step back and think before we react, whether we're a teacher or a student. In both incidents, high school teachers were caught striking students, whether it's out of defending one or running after a student. What could have been done? 
something needs to be done about this. There is ways to handle students' behavior in classrooms better. So, it is time we also need to think about helping our teachers out, communicating with teachers as what we can do to better focus our energy and helping these students out. Yes, being a teacher can be stressful at times, but it's never okay for a teacher to put their hands on any student. What makes it alright to put your hands on students, or even staff members at that? These are some questions to think about. Once again, have a wonderful day and a great night on this rainy day. today is a tough subject, but not a good one either. On Monday, March 14th, a seventh grader by the name of Rio Alford took her life due to bullying by students at a local middle school, Northside Middle School, here in Elkhart, Indiana. The death of Rio sparked outrage, a cry for help, frustration, stress, a lot of unknown answers. They recently organized a school walkout on March 22nd at Northside, hours before a school board meeting. The school board meeting got pretty heated on this topic. Here are some of the comments that were made. One attendee wanted to see movement and change. She deserves some answers to bullying within the schools where there is no bully tolerance. The question was, who is going to be held accountable for this? Somebody knows something. Something should have been done before it's too late. She was bullied quite a bit, but no one bothered. If indeed people did report, people did report, students and teachers, some of the teachers reported, but this was going on in the presence of teachers. Somebody asked when enough is enough. And this was involving a attendee, a Lemonfer Special Needs student, where the bullying has not happened. There was an incident where bullying was reported, and this said student only got suspended for three days. Our close friend Tarino spoke, and she said there's little to nothing done about the bullying and she questioned the school board about acknowledging the bullying and it was dead silence. These school board members were cold hearted. Rio's mother also spoke at the school board meeting about the death of her daughter. She <clears throat> also was there enough being done about this and what were they going to do about it? Once again, the school board was cold hearted. You couldn't see no remorse from them at all. It appears that one of the school board members was half asleep during this. This mother was crying out. She had a lot of support. 
there was a lot happening within this meeting that got pretty heated. The school board and superintendent refused to answer questions depending on the topic that night. And that really drew people, and people were so upset about that. Another member questioned the Elkhart Promise due to his bullying incident. And she told the superintendent to his face that he needs to resign. And she was very angry. <clears throat> and she returned, refused to leave the talk when her time was up. And it was it was a tough night for these school board members as people really pounded them for how they handled the death of a student. When Rio's mother spoke, the superintendent could not look her in the eye. That made a lot of people upset. Who there is no accountability to report bullying by another member. Who is responsible for keeping our kids safe? A person asked. Who will answer our questions? Someone has a school board. This was one of the most heated debates ever. The school board meeting. And what really got on these committee members' nerves is one school board member wanted everyone to give their address. For we don't know why. But that's like, you can't give people you don't know your address because of selfish gain. And this was a lot. When questioned by his later on superintendent when asked what he was going to do, all he could say, he's meeting with his principals and they're going to discuss expectations and consequences of the present plan and play for bullying. Bullying has happened more than once in the school system. Whether it's on the bus or schools, by teachers, who knows. But this is about stuff. The outpour rallying around for you and the family has been tremendous. Newscast has been at the events. They were at the school board meeting. Doing what they can to make a difference. Trying to. There's national attention that was brought. It's never good when someone takes a lot of bullying. What are we going to do to stop this bullying? <clears throat> this could happen at any school. Not just our community schools. We don't know. The only people that know what happened were the victims, the bullies themselves, and the teachers who failed the girl. <clears throat> she was just 12 years old. Just starting middle school, seventh grade. Wasn't there that long. And she was treated ridiculous, harshly, by these middle school students. When the school walkout happened, some of the people thought that some of the bullies were involved in this and they walked out. But what were they walking out for? They suspect that some people are laughing at this. There's nothing fun about being bullied. So there is an outpour of help from the community to bring justice to the bullies and the staff members who knew about the bullying but did nothing. Students were telling, reporting, but nothing was done. How much or was it going to take to people to be held accountable for bullying? 
you knew what was worse, the fact that the mother spoke really out there about the bully incident, or the cold-hearted way that superintendent and some of the school board members were dealing with the situation. They were doing an investigation, so it looks like the bullies would be paying the investigation, but it'd be the bullies are still in the schools. When enough is going to be enough? Who is going to answer the questions and take this bullying seriously? And this is happening not just in Elkhart Community Schools. It's all over the place. Bullying is happening everywhere you go. The one thing that's about, about this is this girl did not deserve to end her life short because of the harshness of bullies. We thought it was okay to mock and make fun of her. We can do better. Elkhart Schools could do better. There was a lot of support coming into, and still is, for the family in Rio. They have questioned everything. They are furious. And probably some more choice words could have been said at that meeting. But they were civil. But there could be a lot has said. I suspect that there will be a lot of investigation. A lot of people getting entertained and frustrated. The list goes on. And the outrage that these community members said at the school board meeting on March 22nd was tough. There was no remorse shown by school board members, especially the superintendent. These are the people who are supposed to look after our kids, who are supposed to report to them. They're supposed to be the ones who are supposed to, they're supposed to look up to. But they fail. Everyone failed. This weedy teacher that was involved in this, the new bullying was happening within the classrooms, failed her, is what the mom was trying to say. The bullies, what happened to the bullies? They're probably walking halls right now. Nothing's being done about them yet. So will these bullies be held accountable for their actions? Time will tell. But, according to the superintendent, they are still investigating the lead bullying that occurred at Northside Middle School. Once again, Rio did not deserve to take her life due to bullying of kids. By listening to the school board meeting at home, it was tough. As I'm sitting there, you have these middle school students who are hurting, crying, you probably the bullies probably participating in school walkout. You have a superintendent who is showing no remorse, not even looking the mother in the eye when she's trying to tell him what's happening. You have the school board member, his president, who refused to answer any questions and how cold-hearted they were. Something has to give. Justice will not be served until the bullies are served the right appropriate Measures taken at the appropriate time. There has to be something that could be done. Until then, we just wait until the investigation is complete. And until then, we can do better by making sure another kid does not have to deal with bullying. I'm going to take a few seconds to remember the life of Rio.
this did not have to happen. What are we or you can do about bullying? Speak up, stand up, and report. Somebody knows something, but they're not saying. We need to do better as a community within the schools to make sure our students are safe. Have a great and wonderful night. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend.